Alec Jacoby White continues to prove that he is him in a win over the Philadelphia 76ers, leading the Chicago Bulls in scoring, having almost another near double-double, but the Chicago Bulls use a balanced attack to get this win. We're going to talk about it, have some fun, review it, but you know what we got to do first? We got to play that winning intro. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bulls news and What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host here, Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform that we're on. With that being said, let's go ahead and talk about this win. Alec Jacoby White leads the way again for the Chicago Bulls when you look at it. Nine of 17 from the field, only two of six from three-point range. He didn't even light it up. His streak does end today, but it's cool because we got the dub. Eight rebounds, nine assists, only two turnovers, and 24 points from Kobe White in this game. Nikola Vucevic steps up big in this game as well. 23 points, eight rebounds, four assists, two blocks from Nikola Vucevic in this game. He's the second leading scorer in this game. Then DeMar DeRozan going 5-15 of 15, uh, in this game, still chipping in 15 points. Patrick Williams, not really as big of a game last time, but really efficient game, even though he started off shooting the ball terribly in the first half of this game. He finishes 5 of 13 from the field, 6 rebounds, 13 points, solid game from him. But Javon Carter, we finally got Javon Carter showing up. Didn't hit a regular field goal, 4 of 11 in total from the field in this game, but 4 of 8 from three-point range for 12 points, no assists, only one personal foul. It was the only other stat he registered. Alice Caruso, 31 minutes in his game back. I had speculated that Caruso was only going to play about 18 to 20 minutes. He plays 31 minutes in this game. He goes five of eight from the field, four rebounds, four assists, one steal, two blocks, 10 points from Alice Caruso, filling up that stat sheet. We even got 10 good minutes from Dalen Terry. I think Dalen Terry did some really good defensive things in this game. Just to put it into perspective, we were plus 10 when Dalen Terry was on the court. Second highest plus minus, of, of the game tonight was Daylon Terry. Three rebounds, one assist in this game, two only two points. But like I said, really did some good things defensively in this game. The Chicago Bulls came in here and took care of business against a Philadelphia 76ers team that they were not favored again, uh, in. And most people would have not given them a chance to, to win this game. When you look at it, they won the rebounding battle only by one, but they still win, won that rebounding battle. We won the points off turnover battles. We won that as well. Points off fast break, we tied in. We did lose the second chance point battle, 9-14. Nine, nine to 14. Bench points, 29-23 to 23 in this game. The gritty stats, the Chicago Bulls took care of those gritty stats that I like to talk about because that's kind of what takes the difference in this game. The defensive rating for the Bulls as a team in this game, 114 defensive rating. We played a really good defensive game tonight did the Chicago Bulls to put them in a position to beat a team like like the Philadelphia 76ers and this just goes back to show again this Chicago Bulls team when they play like this is and when they have their deep bench Alice Caruso made this bench deep again when you have that this Bulls team with the way that they are fighting right now can compete with any team in the league period 
That's not hyperbole. That's what we've seen. Even in the losses last week to the Milwaukee and, and the Denver Nuggets, the Bulls competed with those teams throughout long stretches of those games. The Milwaukee Bucks had, we went into overtime with that team. The Bulls can't compete with anybody, and it's time to start changing the narrative around the Chicago Bulls team. For those Bulls fans that were hoping the Bulls are going to blow it all up and go tank and got upset when you hear things like, uh, uh, AK wants the, to this team that wants to get win now players for this team. That is why the competitive nature of the Chicago Bulls team has come out over the last two, three weeks, and it's been consistent. We haven't always won all the games. Yeah, we had that nice four game winning streak. We haven't won all the games, but we've competed in all those games. And that's the type of culture that you want to build here with the Chicago Bulls and with a team that is going to have to come down to the sum of the parts rather than having – I can't, I don't even know if I can say that anymore. I keep saying we don't have a superstar on this team, but we may have one in the making in Kobe White. Kobe White is showing himself right now to be a, a player that is head and shoulders above – and I'm going to say it. I've been hesitant to say it. I've been I've been correcting people when they say it. I always try to be really realistic in this. The way Kobe White has been playing over this stretch, he has been a better player than what Zach Levine has been for us for probably about, albeit other than the run with, with, with Pat Bev, which Zach Levine went nuclear in, Kobe White, Kobe White is playing better over this last 12 to 13 games than what we've gotten from Zach Levine for the most part over the last two seasons. And that is that's legit. And it's not just because of the scoring. No, he's not the scorer that Zach Levine is. It's because of the passing. It's because of the decision-making. It's because of the leadership. It's because of the defense. Kobe White is a better all-around basketball player. And I would say this, Kobe White right now, with the way that he's playing, if that continues, he's a player that will impact winning more than what Zach Levine has for this team. And that's not to say, I still think, if Zach were to come back, this trade stuff goes away, this should be the type of style that fits Zach Levine's game extremely well. But Kobe White has just been a difference maker in this game, and you can tell it. You can see the confidence that he that he plays with, and the players around him also have confidence in him. And that is what we're seeing right now. Kobe White is him. If we're talking about a player that could be him in the city of Chicago, it, it's Kobe White right now. He's better than anybody else on the Chicago Bulls. He's better than J Justin Fields. He's better than Kalia Copper. He's better than freaking uh, Connor Bedard right now. Kobe White is the best, the best athlete in the city of Chicago right now in professional sports. And y'all better realize it. We are seeing a, a player turn into a star right in front of our eyes. That is not something that you can overlook. That is not something that we can continue to just act like isn't there. Kobe White is him, and it just is what it is. You People can deny it. People cannot like it. But one thing that you can do, you can't ignore facts, you can't ignore numbers, and you can't ignore results. This Chicago Bulls team has been a better team since Kobe White started grabbing the bull by the horns, Pardon the, uh, the, 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 whatever. I don't even know. I'm, I'm, I'm passionate right now. Uh, but listen, it just is what it is. Kobe White is showing that he is the guy. That's it. When you're talking and looking for a player to build around this next, next version of the team, Kobe White is him. That's it. Let's, let's eliminate the questions. Let's eliminate any of that. Kobe White is absolutely the best player in the city of Chicago right now, and he's the one player that looks like, for sure, you can start building something around. You still want to make sure it's going to be consistent, but I tell you what, if I'm AK and Eversley, I'm looking at this run of Kobe White, and I'm saying, hey, listen, 
who can we get in here to support Kobe? That is why I'm against the D'Angelo Russells. That's why I'm against the Darius Garland. That's why I'm against those type of players in any type of trades that we're talking about. We need players that aren't going to take the ball out of Kobe White's hands that's actually going to empower him. It's going to put him in a situation to make decisions. That doesn't always mean he's going to have to score, but to make the right decisions to be a playmaker for this team. Kobe White is rounding out to an amazing player, and I don't care if you agree. I don't care if you disagree. Like I said, I'm a fact-based person, and the facts right now are telling us that Kobe White is him. That's what the facts are telling us. Kobe White is him. And I love to see what Kobe White, and keep in mind, I am somebody who myself coming into the season said Javon Carter should have been the starting point guard. I thought Javon Carter was going to win that, that, that position. And no, it was Kobe White. And he, and he's held on to it and showed the world, Hey, listen, this is my team now. Look at me. That's what he should say to Zach Levine. Every time he goes on the bench, look at me. This is my team now. Like, like this is my team now. I'm the captain now. Right. That's what Kobe White should be looking at and saying to Zach Levine and anybody else. If you have any questions about the future of this Chicago Bulls team, that's fair. Right. Because we still got to build a team. We still got to draft. Well, we still got to be better coach, things like that. But things right now are happening and it's happening right now with Kobe White at the helm. And that's not something you could just overlook or think is happenstance. This team's balling out right now. Kobe White is balling out right now. And he did not back down from Joel and didn't back down from anybody tonight. Tyrese Maxey, we talked about coming into this game, the matchup between Tyrese Maxey and Kobe White being one of the highlight matchups to watch in this game to see how they fare. You know what Kobe White did? Kobe White looked at Tyrese Maxey and said, hey, cool, you having a good season, but watch what I do. And that's not to say Maxey didn't have a good game as well. 29 points from Tyrese Maxey, uh, five rebounds, eight assists, one steal. But the difference is, the difference is Kobe White's team won. And Kobe White hit big shots. Kobe White changed the momentum several times. Here's what it is, man. This was a great team win. It was great to see the Chicago Bulls come in and beat a team that not many people, me included, had given, given gave them a goddamn chance against. This changes things. Now when you look at, we go into a game against the Los Angeles Lakers on Wednesday. Then we have a back-to-back. I think Wednesday we face... Is it the Spurs? I think it's the second of the back-to-back. We face the Spurs on Thursday, and then the Cleveland Cavaliers on Saturday to round out this week. I tell you what, this was the hardest game on the schedule. Now, the Los Angeles Lakers are nothing to shake your head at either, right? We can't overlook the Lakers, but if, but the Bulls very well could come out of this with a 3-1 record or something like that. So we end up seeing what happened. Really big game in this one. Love the performance from Kobe White. Love how Vooch stepped in, made big shots and later late in this game in the fourth quarter as well, did Nikola Vucevic, and that was a big thing uh, for this team as well. When you look at the quarter breakdown, the Chicago Bulls in this game won the, the first, second, and third quarters. The only quarter that they lost technically was the fourth quarter. But other than that, the Bulls came in here and they take took care of business against a team that many people have listed as a a a title contending team in the Philadelphia 76ers. They aren't fighting to make a play-in spot. This is a team that's fighting to try to, to try to win titles. And so the Bulls came in there, they brought it to them, and that was good to see, man. BKR Sport in the building. He says, I'm getting Kobe White tattooed on my forehead. First of all, bro, don't mess up your face, man. 
beginning. Like, don't let's not do this. Uh, Kobe White and Patrick Williams have arrived. I uh, love seeing our young talent playing for one another. Completely agree with you on that one, uh, Quentin. Prove me wrong in the building. So, says DeMar got to go, bro. He always want to take the last shot or shoot the free throws. Let somebody get the experience in closing the game. And, and Billy Donovan has talked about this, about why he goes to, to DeMar DeRozan late in games. And uh, this is the thing that I got to say on that. How are you going to develop players to be in a situation where they feel comfortable taking the last shot if you always take it out their hands, regardless of how they're cooking or not? So I agree with you that one on that one, bro. So, so the Don says player of the game, White, absolutely. Kobe White is the player of the game. He's the player of the week. Hell, is he has he been in any type of talk for player Eastern Conference player of the week? Because he should be. Quentin again says people keep saying we don't need DeMar, but Kobe made a bad turnover before DeMar took over at the end. That is a good point as well. Very level-headed response there, brother. CODs in the building says best win of the season by far. The Carolina boys are fire, leading the way. Great to see. Go Bulls. Yeah, and listen, Patrick Williams, who didn't shoot the ball effectively at all in the first half of this game, when you look at Patrick Williams and the way that he stood up down the stretch of this game, going two for two in the fourth quarter in this in this game for six points, and then uh, chipping in no points in the third quarter, which why do I feel like Patrick Williams had more of an impact in the third quarter than what he did? Must, must have been defensively. But then if you look at the second quarter, five points in the second quarter. So Patrick Williams spreading it out, but uh, we, we, we need to see that this continue from both these guys. Christian says, Joel Embiid's crying right now. Hey, listen, I bet you ain't crying about a game ball like Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, that's a little bit of shade. It is what it is. Uh, Fonzo says, had to pull out that hoodie on the win. I, no, I had this hoodie on even on the pregame show. So even before we won, I had this hoodie on. I've done, I think I even did the daily episode in this hoodie. So this has been on all day, bro, all day. Um, with Caruso on the court, I think the team is more effective and more efficient on defense. Beep, beep. Completely agree with you on that one. Simon Phoenix says, admit it. No, and that's the thing. We got to start with it. There's no one part of this team that was the problem. Spreading the ball around, Kobe making his leap is completely independent of that. Zach definitely had an impact on it, especially with the way, unless you're talking about how he was playing just this season after the trade request, because he gave up on the team. That absolutely was problematic. But if you're talking about over the last few years, no, you can't just blame it on just Zach Levine. Uh, D-Dub in the building says, Hayes, I love that stat that Kobe averaged 13 points per game with Zach on the court, 25 point per game without him on the court. Kobe's contract will end up being the greatest value ever for the Chicago Bulls. Got to disagree with that. Only because if I remember, no, Derrick Rose is going to be the greatest value contract of all time for the Chicago Bulls. Keep in mind, he won that MVP before his rookie uh, contract even get, uh, even came up. That was the greatest value of all time for the Chicago Bulls. Uh, but Kobe White's contract is definitely going to be a value for sure. Uh, Kobe White is unselfish, but selfish when he needs to be. He's a leader and talks the talk, walking the walk. The way he controls the team is unreal, especially for a player that we didn't really you, nobody was talking about Kobe White as a leader before the season, right? And, and I get it. You have veterans on the team. You're not expecting it. He was coming off the bench, so there's reasons why. But we're not only talking about a player that's having statistically now his best season. We're talking about a player that's also growing as a leader, and that's something you can build off on going forth into the future, not just the present. And that makes a huge difference in how you look at Kobe White as well. Yes, him growing as a leader in this environment, it's been huge to see. It's been huge to see Kobe White is him. That's it. That's it. So, yeah, man, we got it. Got it. great point. Great point there. Um, Sam from Maryland says, all right, the big one, chill the fuck out. Oh, what did TBO do? TBO be tripping, bro. TBO definitely be tripping. Indigenous Fire King says, I told you Kobe is a superstar in the making. Same comment I left during halftime. Listen, 
And it's hard to deny it when he plays like this. Kobe White is just, he's amazing, bro. It's been amazing to see Kobe White have this type of performance, man. Kobe White, uh, best layoff. Oh, come on, TVO. He has made you change your tune for sure. Long may it continue. I mean, yeah, I was never that I was down on Kobe, right? Even when I was saying that Javon Carter should start, I made sure that I said Kobe White needs to get a lot of minutes, right? He's still going to be a huge part of the rotation. But listen, to take that, ball it away, shove it. Say, hey, hey, he's your dumbass, right? Because I didn't see this level of progression from Kobe White. It's been amazing. It's been amazing. <laughs> my dad in the building. Shout out to my dad. Says, okay, Cord, not better than Connor. I mean, nah. I, Kobe White right now is better than Connor Bedard. Now, is Connor Bedard going to be better in the long term? Yes. But uh, I'm giving it to Kobe over Connor Bedard right now. Maybe I'm a prisoner of the moment, but it is what it is. Connor Bedard's great, too. Uh, let's see. Wait, Hayes, Montez Sweat may have something to say about that. The best athlete in Chicago. Listen, I, listen get a win. That's all I can say. Whose team's winning right now, right? Whose team's won more games? No, but Montez Sweat is great, too, like, right? Montez Sweat is great. I don't want to take take away from that. Uh, let's see what we what we got here. Jack Collins says, Kobe grabbed that thing by the horns and didn't get – come on, bro. What are we doing here, man? What are we doing here? I got to proofread y'all comments. Y'all tripping, man. Y'all tripping. Let's see what else we got, bro. Carter played decent too. Yeah, Kobe. I mean, Kobe. Javon Carter played really good in this game. For a stretch that we've been talking about, Javon Carter not really playing well. Javon Carter stepped up and gave us a lot this game that we needed. That's for dang sure. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Brazil Popular said uh, they did an x ray Kobe White, and he does indeed have that dog in him. Uh, yeah, that's that's funny. That's that's actually pretty funny. Yeah, shout out to Kobe White, man. It's 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 just amazing how Kobe White's been performing, man. I don't want to take away from anything else. Like I said, and this is what I said at, at, at the beginning of the show, right? During the pregame show, when I was asked about it. The reason why I want I would much rather the story of this season be that uh that of the, the, the season that Kobe White's having instead of us having to talk about Zach Levine. But you know, the Kobe White's X-rays came back. They did come back and um yeah, as you can see right there, he got that dog in him. It's all up in him right there. Uh, that dog is right there up in Kobe White. He's actually living in Kobe White. Um, so shout out to Kobe White for having that dog in him because uh, it's great to see. It's great to see Kobe White have that dog in him, man. Uh, let's see what we got here. DeLon in the building says he's already outplaying his contract. Oh, for sure. For sure. It, absolutely absolutely in that case bulls for life says watching kobe right right now is like hitting dabs right now that shit is addicting that's hitting, hitting dabs is addicting for you bro I, I think you gotta you gotta find a better hobby there my guy uh my dad just said bulls haven't played like this since lonzo ball got hurt what do you think of that i gotta disagree we had some games like that over the pat bev run where we played excellently right that we really showed up big time but it's different this season because it's our young guys right it's different when at least for me and maybe it's a mental thing for me but when you're playing like we did, but because of a buyout acquisition of a veteran that you know is probably not going to be here long term, it doesn't hit the same as a young player that developed on your roster that's still what 24 years old is Kobe White, 24, I think he is. And this, and, and so you know that Kobe White still has more great basketball theoretically in front of him than behind him. Kobe White isn't even 24 yet. He turned he turns 24 in February. Kobe White still has so much more time ahead of him. And that's what makes this run feel a little bit different. Kyle says, agree 100%. DeMar's need to change his play 
or he is or are he in when Kobe rests. The man is old. Listen, the thing is, DeMar DeRozan could still be effective. I don't want to turn this into DeMar Rose crapping on party or anything like that. Does he have some 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 things that maybe take away from the, how the team plays at the time? Yeah, but sometimes that's needed, right? And that's something that I've always said with DeMar is that sometimes what he does is absolutely needed for a team that just hasn't been in a lot of positions to win big games. Now, you want to see that start developing in other players as well. But that is a part of it, too, is that DeMar DeRozan has been in these situations that just Kobe, Pat, they haven't been in. And so there are going to be times where you need DeMar DeRozan as a calming factor to come out there and do the things he does amazingly. But you want to also him to facilitate. And we've seen DeMar at times be a more willing facilitator than at other times in his tenure here with the Chicago Bulls. And if he can do that, if he does end up staying here, that's what's going to be to that's going to make it worth the while here uh, if, if it ends up happening for a long period of time. But, you know, at the end of the day, I, I've already kind of come to terms in myself that, you know, DeMar, I think his time with the Chicago Bulls is coming to an end, whether that happens at the trade deadline or that happens at the end of the season. I just think that the kind of the writings on the wall, when you hear that DeMar and the Chicago Bulls are far apart on both years and money, that kind of points to me that 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 deal probably ain't getting done. Uh, God uh, be for everything says glad I bet the Bulls and the Eagles tonight. My parlay looking good. Listen, I don't bet. So there you go on that one. I'm too uh, particular with my monies. But uh, hey, I'm glad you guys if you did have a parlay of bets out there. I hope you're getting it. Uh, Keith don't miss says Pat will uh, will becoming that player that we wanted in bringing tears. It's bringing tears to my eyes. Well, listen, the thing is, is that Patrick Williams is being aggressive. And that's always been the thing that we've talked about. Unlock the aggressiveness first. Do that consistently and then build off that. And I've compared it uh, on the daily episode today. I compared it to the season that Kobe White had last year. Kobe White was coming off the bench last year. His shot really wasn't falling, but you can tell the defense, the ball handling, the playmaking, the understanding, the decision-making, all those things were improving for Kobe at the at that same time. And you could look at it and say, hey, Kobe White had his probably his best season up until this point, right? without really shooting the ball well. And so now that he was able to mix shooting the ball, but he got that offensive back going to what he learned last season, you're now seeing that trajectory take off for, for Kobe White. This could be that, that foundational season for Patrick Williams as well. He's starting to realize, hey, if I play aggressive, if I play with energy, if I go after these rebounds, if I get out there and go after transition, if I dunk it on people's heads, if I take it up hard, those type of things, if I do that, I'm finding success. So let's lay that foundation. Let's make that that routine routine over the course of the season and then now next season he can build off that and maybe use that as a launching pad to be the player we've always wanted Patrick Williams to be now that's a lot of ifs right the first thing is let's keep doing this for the entire season Pat and if he does that hey listen the sky's the limit for Patrick Williams now that potential that Kawhi Leonard comparison has always come down but at the end of the day um Patrick Williams can still be a damn good productive player and forget being anybody else he needs to be the best version of himself and we're starting to see that big time for Patrick Williams. And I love to see it. Love to see it. Uh, let's see. Wimby is out tomorrow with foot soreness. He may play against us Thursday. But what are we? Uh, what are the chances he's absent from that game? Well, listen, we beat the Spurs with Wimby. So I'm not really too worried about if Wimby's in or out. Like I've said before, I'm somebody personally. I always want to see my team go against the, uh, the other team's best. That just is what I is. I'm not somebody. I don't want easy wins. Where this team is and the culture we're trying to build, I don't want the easy wins. I want Wimby to be out there because I'd much rather say that we beat Greg Popovich and Wimby two times 
then say, hey, we beat them once without Wimby. That's just my personal. I'm a little bit of a petty person. Uh, we're in the end game now, says my Philly cousin ain't text me back since the first quarter. I actually was cocky and said I experienced the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I have faith we will beat y'all, and he laughed. I'm fucking bugging right now. Everyone at works, uh, works 76ers fan. That's crazy. Well, we're in the end game now. I'm glad that uh, you get the bragging rights. Hopefully, you go back to work. It's like when I go to work, and uh, it, it, it's it's uh, Cavs fans. I always love it when we're able to beat the Cavs because I work with a lot of damn Cavs fans. So there you go on that one. Uh, DJ says, what's good, Hayes? No cap. I was one of the fans that wanted Kobe gone, but he definitely has made me a believer. I just hope in the it lasts his entire career here in Chicago. Hey, I understand where you're coming from with that, right? And I'm glad that you can admit that you were one of those Kobe uh, white, you know, people who weren't high on him that wanted him gone because I, I think that that makes it more sweet, right? I always tell this story. I was when, and my dad can attest to this, season in the chat. When the Bulls drafted Joe Kim Noah, I was pissed off. I hated the pick. I can't remember who I wanted them to draft in that draft, but it wasn't Joe Kim Noah. And the person that I still wanted them to draft was still on the board. And so I was pissed off. I didn't understand it. By the end of that first season, keep in mind, he didn't even play a whole hell of a lot. I think he ended that first season. It was him and Aaron Gray. They both had 20 and 10 games, the, the last game of his rookie season. But by the end of that season, I was like, hey, no, I was wrong. And, and it made it that much sweeter to be down on somebody, to not be high on somebody, and for you to turn completely around on them, do a 180. It really does bring it home of it just makes you have more of an affinity for that person but because you came and started off on that of being against it. So, listen, it, it happens in sports probably more than what a lot of people are willing to admit because a lot of people want to make it seem like, oh, I knew this, right? But uh, V-Dog in the other building says, what up, fam? I don't know who got into P-Will's head over this last week and a half, but he's been a lot more aggressive over the last seven or eight games. But I got to see it for a bigger sample size to change my outlook on him. Well, I'm going to tell you this, Vern. What would I told you if it wasn't just the last seven or eight games? We are now talking about about 12 games of, of really good Patrick Williams. It's not just seven or eight games. Patrick Williams has absolutely been cooking for a while now. Even before Zach Levine went down, Patrick Williams started to kind of find his rhythm off the bench. So, listen, I, like I said, I, I agree with you, and I can understand one and see it because we've seen flashes for P-Will. But if we're just looking at his last handful of so far, for example, in the month of December right now, and we're talking about that, now that is eight games. Over the month of December, he's, he's averaging 14 points per game, five rebounds, two assists, one block, one steal per game, 
one only one turnover per game as well. He's doing that on 50, 52% shooting and 48% from three-point range. Now, like I said, that's the last eight games. Let's go over the last four games of November. 12 points, two rebounds, one assist, one block, two steals in the last game of November. Before that, 14 points, seven rebounds, two assists, two blocks, one steal. The game before the game before that, the 26th of November, 20 points, four rebounds. The game before that, 12 points, five rebounds, one assist, one steal. The game before that, 10 points, seven assists, two steals, one, I'm sorry, two assists, one steal. Pa Patrick Williams has been, that takes us back to the 22nd of November. We're at the 18th of December. We're talking about almost 30 days and 16 games of really good Patrick Williams. That's real. That's real. Now it's up to him to keep it up for sure, right? You don't want to just assume he's going to keep it up, but that's that's tangible. That's real development from from Patrick Williams. So, he, like I said in the video before, he's not he hasn't turned the corner, but he's approaching that corner, and it looks like he's gonna he's gonna turn it and make that corner pretty well. He's gonna drift over that corner. Uh, let's get into it. BKR Sports says Embiid has posters of Vucevic on his wall in his room. That's funny. That's hilarious. Let's go. I'm going to skip a couple. Uh, oh, we got a super chat in here. Uh, Indigenous Fire King with the super chat says, I've been saying what Kobe White could be, bro. Uh, he is our superstar in the in the function making uh, here. Come out, futures, bright, see red. One Number one Bulls YouTube. Well, hey, thank you for the number one Bulls YouTube. I appreciate that. You guys already know what that means to me. If you're in here and you're not subscribed to the channel, hit that subscribe button. We're trying to get to 20K subscribers by the end of the season. It's going to be a lofty goal. We're about uh, 3.7 thousand subscribers away. So that's going to be a lofty goal if the Bulls keep winning, though. You never know what can happen there. But double check if you're subscribed. A lot of people think they're subscribed because I do post daily content and I'm always in people's algorithms. But make sure make sure you uh, you check that, man. But go ahead. Let's keep it moving. Archangel in the building says, scare me when Patrick slipped. I blame them, <laughs> the embeard sweat. That's funny. Um, that's crazy. But, yeah, I'm glad Patrick Williams was, was good. He was able to come back from that. Uh, Y'all wilding in the chat today. Y'all are wilding in the chat today. Indigenous Fire King says, bro, I've been rocking with you from the start. I wish I was in your live more, but over the road, trucking be difficult trying to text and drive uh, this big rig. Hey, bro. Keep be safe. That's the first and foremost thing. I love the support. Thank you. You don't always have to leave a comment to support. So make sure your safety's first. That's the first and foremost thing. Even forget watching me if I'm too much of a distraction. But I'm glad you're able to watch. Uh, we know that you're here now. You don't have to, don't feel like you have to comment, man. We understand that you're here and I appreciate your support, whether you are able to leave a comment or not, man. Uh, come on, man. Dog and Kobe ain't a small Dutch hound. It's a pit bull at least. Hey, I found the first. I'm streaming and I found a picture, man. That, like, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Uh, I'm trying to do what I can do when I can do it, man. But yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, let's leave, leave me alone. I'm out here trying, man. Ain't too many people that can do what I can do. <laughs> but let's see, man. Let's see what else we got. Anthony Edwards said, fuck them kids, bro. He had to pay a fee and still got scammed. Hey, listen, man. Hey, that Anthony Edwards stuff is crazy, bro. That's crazy. Uh, it makes you think what Zach Levine is thinking, seeing this team battle like this without him, Hayes. I mean, yeah, hopefully it, it wakes him up. And even if that means that he's not here, right, whatever that means for the future of uh, of Zach Levine, hopefully this, make, this brings a level of awareness to Zach of, like, this is how you got to play, bro. This is how you got to play. This is what leadership is. You got to be able to come out and do and do these type of things. Is this better? Kobe White, X-rays, the X, Kobe White's actual X-rays came back, and it turns out 
He got them dogs in him. Several dogs live in Kobe White right now. How about that? Is that better? Jesus Christ. Y'all got to give me some credit out here, man. I'm, I'm out here. I'm out here working for my life, man. What are we doing out here? <laughs> Fighting for my life. Ant the big homie in the building says, bro, I see this team win just uh, for the city, but for this channel. You have built an incredible roster of good guys, bro, and this channel deserves that, bro. Y'all are like our brothers. Hey, I appreciate that. Somebody said before that uh, that when we do streams, it's kind of like, damn, what if somebody made a great comparison? And now I can't remember what it was. And I was like, hey, that, that's a really apt comparison. They made that on the post-game show for Chicago Bears Central, and now I can't remember what that comparison was. Can't remember it. But, yeah, let's keep it pushing, man. Jack the Truth says, do we keep Zach DeMar or let them both go? Well, listen, I, I told you guys this. The writing's on the wall. Zach Levine, don't let the release from Rich Paul confuse you. Zach Levine is out here. He wants to be out of here. He requested a trade. And so that is what it is. Zach is gone. Now, DeMar, I think it comes down to if they're able to reach an extension. Right now, it does not seem like that's likely or possible. So I do think that, that, that they're going to come out of that, and that's going to be the end of that. So, you know, it is what it is, though. And we'll, we'll end up seeing, man. Uh, hey, Hayes, what are your thoughts on what this team looks like without DeMar? Well, we haven't saw a lot of it. And here's what I'll say is that the things that this team is doing, theoretically, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say it's not as simple as like DeMar's gone, Patrick Williams slides up or whatever else. If you can replace DeMar DeRozan with a 3 and D wing, and by that I mean an actual 3 and D wing, not just somebody who's 3 and D but actually can shoot the ball, the three ball very well and is a really, really good defender, I think that this team can stay with the effort that they're giving now. Um, and that's not to say that to, to take away from DeMar. Now, we do at that point need to figure out and develop somebody who can close games out, and that's easier said than done. But I do think that without, without DeMar on this team, depending on what you replace him with, you could still stay around where we are. But make no mistake about it. we DeMar still positively impacts this team at times, like I know the dribbling and the taking the ball and, you know, people saying the hero ball thing. I understand all that, but he still does some positive things out there for this for this team, for sure. So uh, let's see how much credit. How much do you credit coaching for Kobe's development? I mean, yeah, it's coaching. I don't know if it's Billy Donovan's coaching because Kobe White's always has his, had his own offseason trainers. He went to work with dribble too much. He talked about working with Peter Patton and how Peter Patton brought some things to him to change his shot that nobody's ever coached to him before. So coaching plays a part. I'm just not saying necessarily that it's Billy Donovan's coaching that plays a part in that, if that makes sense. Ricky Fontaine says, check my phone. Now, you know, I'm streaming. I don't usually pull my phone out while I'm streaming. Let's see what we got here. Now that's funny. That is actually pretty funny. That's funny. But yeah, let's see. Uh, D-Dub says, hey, Vegas oddmakers had Philly favored by 11 and a half tonight. They need to start putting some national respect on our Bulls. We've been in Milwaukee and Philly in the last two weeks. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, listen, as the Bulls, if this continues for the Bulls, A, the play style, B, the, 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 the ascension of Kobe White, and then C, wins, believe me, believe you me, the national media is going to start covering the Bulls at a higher rate. And, and fucking... Charles Barkley going to have to eat some goddamn words. That's for sure. So said, thank you, bro. Listen, I'm out here working, man. I'm out here working. It's like a bar. That's what it was. Thanks for Steve-O for coming. I actually expected Steve-O to hop in the postgame show. I just expected some of those guys to come over and hop in the postgame show because usually when it's a win like this and we're all excited, they hop in. My dad said he was going to send me a picture. Hey, dad, send me a picture of Gotti anyway so I can put it up on here so they can see Gotti because – Listen, Gotti is the type of dog you want in equal. That's a pause. 
Uh, hey, you talking about when I called you the LeBron of Bulls? No, I was talking about something else. Uh, Steve O said it. He said it's like hanging out in a sports bar with your with your homies talking sports. Uh, but hey, the LeBron of content is crazy to me. First of all, you calling me old, but I, I had to realize the other day too. And it's something about when you pass thirty five, right? I'm thirty. I just turned thirty seven. Um, thirteen days ago, so right around two weeks ago. Um. I woke up this morning and I'm not going to lie to you. Every bone in my body cracked. And I was like, that's when I thought about what you said. I was like, this may be what LeBron feels like. This may be what LeBron feels like. And I can't take away from that. Cornelius says, there you go. A lot better. Big dogs. I feel that. Feel that. Waiting to see if Pops can send me a picture of Gotti. Not yet. Uh, Great question here from Dino. He says, do you think Kobe could be an all-star? I think it's possible. I think this is the thing, though. For Kobe White to be an all-star, the, the story of Kobe is going to have to get bigger and bigger, meaning he's going to have to hit some big shots. He's going to have to hit some last-minute shots. We're going to have to show up. On those double voting days, Bulls fans show up and show out for Kobe White. We got to do it. And so if those things happen, I do think that it's a possibility uh, that Kobe White can get in, in there. But I think at this point it may be highly unlikely. If Kobe White had been playing this way literally since the start of the season, I'd probably say that it's easy that he does get in there. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, let's see what else we got in here. We were watching the superstar being born in Kobe White. Hey, let's hope so. Let's get to star level first, and then we can say that. Uh, Bulls uh, for Life says, Hayes, all I can think about is Kobe White's stats right now. Not stat sheet, whatever, but I think he's close to a triple-double possibly this season. His assist rebounds are just getting better. Um, I mean, he's been close to getting triple-double. Is he averaging close to triple-double? No, he's not averaging anything close to a triple-double. Um, but he keeps flirting with that. And when Kobe White gets his first triple-double of the season, best believe it's going to be a celebration. Uh, and it may be coming. It may be coming sooner rather than later, uh, which is the same thing I said uh, to her. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, it, may, it, 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 it it's coming. Kobe White's going to get a triple-double before the end of the season. He's going to get a triple-double before the end of the season. Let's see. He's doing all this with very low turnovers as well. Respect. Yeah, listen, Kobe White... Uh, the way that he doesn't really turn the ball over, he's had a couple of games of three-plus turnovers, but Kobe White right now, for example, for the month of the – let's go – Kobe White's month of December is crazy. This is all-star numbers. Look at the, the the December for so far for Kobe. And, again, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's eight games, 26 points per game. Uh, he's doing that on 51% shooting from the field, 51% shooting from three-point range, six rebounds, six assists, and a steal per game. That's all-star numbers. That's what that is. Those are all-star numbers. So let's hope that it continues for Kobe White. Uh, since Kobe was drafted, I always liked his charisma and attitude towards his teammates. Add this to the work he put in uh, into his game, and we've got the leader and budding superstar emerging now. Yes, Kobe White is on the precipice of being a superstar, and you can't take away from that. You can't take away from that. Uh, shouldn't have lost to Miami either. Give us that Miami game. Obviously, we lost to the Bucks in Denver, but our stretch has been quality. Listen, and, and like I said before, right? I've said this, and I got to hold myself accountable for it. I said that at at this point right now, I'm not. It's not about wins and losses. It's about how the team plays, how they develop. But I tell you what, with the way things are right now and the way that they're going, it is about to start being about wins and losses, right? Forget the developing. We're seeing Kobe White is him. Kobe White is here. Patrick Williams, Io, they're still developing this team, still kind of finding ways. We need consistent bench. But at this point, we are going to – we should probably start shifting and start talking about this team in the scope of wins and losses and what we're getting. So great point there. Great point. How about Levine for Cole Anthony Wagner? Listen, you're not getting – they're not giving up Franz Wagner. 
I would love Franz Wagner on the scene. And if you're talking about Mo Wagner, I'm good on that too. Good on that. You seen Pat the Designer little brother at the game? I did not. I didn't even know what Pat the Designer's little brother. Are you talking about his actual little brother? You cracking a joke? Uh, Cornelius says, "Hey, you think that the trade to the Lakers is not Zach, but probably AC and Debo? And what should we get back for AC? No, they're not trading Alex Caruso. This front office has already said it. I've heard it through some of the people that I know. There, there is very the the Chicago Bulls would have to be completely wowed." By an offer, and I'm talking about multiple first round picks for them to for them to be willing to trade Alex Caruso. So Alex Caruso is not no, it's not secretly for Demar and AC. Uh, Archangel in the building says, "You seem uh, you just need some juice to fix those aches and pains. Uh, then you really be like LeBron. Listen, that's crazy. If people still on that HGH thing with LeBron, that's wild. That's wild." Paul says, "What did I say? What did I say? What did I say?" Hamid in the building says, honestly, if Kobe doesn't make an all-star team, he really needs to be selected in three-point competition. Oh, he's getting an invitation. You're shooting the ball over 50% from three-point range. He's getting an invitation to the uh to the to the three-point contest that you can write that home. I'm willing to guarantee that. When you're taking over seven three-pointers per game and you're hitting that at 40%, you're get you're getting an invite. You're getting an oh wait, I take that back. In the month of December right now. 9.7 three-pointers per game, and he's hitting that at a 51% clip. You're getting an invite to the to the three-point shooting competition. That's it. He's getting it. He said, check the group chat. Hold on, y'all. Steve-O says something's in the group chat. I don't see anything in the group chat. I don't see anything. Last thing I see is the, is this a video? Oh, shit. That is it. That is, oh, wow. That's crazy. That's wild. Never mind. That is it. That's crazy. Uh, That's funny. That's funny. Seaway's world ain't ready for the group chat. Nah, she ain't ready for the group chat. She just got married to Seaway's world ain't ready for the group chat. Nope, she ain't ready for the group chat. Uh, Jack uh, Holland says, uh, if we as Bulls fans vote and force Kobe White into contention for All-Star, people would have no choice but to talk about him. This is Kobe, Paul, yes, and even Io's team. Mark my words. Listen, a lot of people are saying that and getting on that bandwagon when it comes to the Chicago Bulls, and there's something to be said about it for sure, brother. Like, the way that this team is now playing and rocking and rolling, it's it's just great. And considering especially where we started off this season at, right, to be where we started at to get to this point is crazy. It's crazy. We started off in the goddamn pits of hell with this team. And for us to come out of that and now be looking at this team, talking about, hey, like, let's get some more wins. Let's get somebody on the all-star team. Like, that's huge. That's not anything to overlook. We are at the point right now that I didn't I don't know if I thought we would have gotten to in this season, especially after the Zach Levine trade stuff and, and things came out. And we're here. We're right here. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, Jack Holland says, I hope Paul's OK. Tomorrow almost cost us the game. Glad to see him straighten up towards the end. Kobe could have missed those clutch shots or not or not drawn those fouls. Well, Paul's OK. I mean, listen, he came back. He played really well in the second half of this game. I'm not really worried about it. Not really worried about it. Uh oh, let's get one. Thomas says Kobe White All Star. Let's simmer down on that one. I love his production, but he's got a lot of guards ahead of him. Yeah, it's going to be difficult. I don't think we're saying that he's going to be an All Star. I think we're more so saying that he is putting up All Star type numbers. It's going to be difficult for any guard to get in there in the in uh, the Eastern Conference. Now, like I said, the Bulls fans got to show up and vote in force. Now that's probably only going to put a little bit of a dent in it. But if you do that, you can start getting some notice on the national media stage. Crystal misspelling my name. I love you. Uh, says, Hey, it's a good thing. Billy didn't listen to you and started Javon Carter over there. Facts. hundred percent facts on that one. Thank God. He looked, he, ain't nobody listened to me on that one. That's all I can say on that. Cause that was tripping. 
Uh, this is a totally different team playing with the same mentality we had when Lonzo was here. Uh, they think they can beat anyone. Lots of catching up to do, though. Yeah, I mean, listen, the Bulls, as far as the standings, are still far down, right? But I think the thing is, and like I talked about, I believe that was the halftime hangout. The Chicago Bulls schedule gets noticeably easier in mid-January. So if we can get as close to 500 as possible, there is a chance we can get over 500. Right now, the Chicago Bulls are the, would be the 12th seed. That puts us outside the play-in. We're a little bit behind. We're like, we're half a game behind the Atlanta Hawks for the 11th seed, and we're uh, one game behind the Toronto Raptors for the 10th seed. It's going to be another mad dash for that last playing spot. We've got to see how the, the Zach Levine trade is going to go, see how this team continues to play and perform in certain areas. But, you know, that's the story for another day. I'm not really worried about standings quite yet. As we get closer to the end of January, that's when I'll start looking at those things more and more, and they become more important. And we got to get through the Zach Levine trade as well. So Mario P says, completely agree, Hayes, on the state of this team and where we are. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, and, and you know, BKR Sports said, where are we at right now? Uh, since I said the Bulls may not win a game till January, I think we've won now six games since I've said that. Shut me right on up. Shut me right on up. Because I said that before. Let me go look at the calendar. Because I said that before, damn it, was that before the initial Milwaukee game? I think so. So we've won one, two, three, four, five, six. We've won seven games since I've said that we wouldn't win another game until January. So there you go on that one. If they keep winning in the league, we'll take notice of what Kobe's doing. That's like, I mean, winning solves everything, right? And everything that we're talking about, if the Bulls can keep winning and winning at a high rate, yeah, that solves everything as far as like getting the, uh, Kobe on a national stage, uh, more people taking notice, more people talking about what Kobe White's doing, for sure. Um, I'm I'm be chilling now, Hayes and Kev, Seaway. Hey, that's funny. That's funny. Lil Famo in the building says, we beat Joel. Tell him that winning streak shit over with, even though we beat him last season. Yeah, we're now, we have beat the Philadelphia 76ers the last three times, I believe, we played them. Only two of those times have been with Joel and B, though. So you got to look at that. BKR Sports says, ha at the end of the day, we all want to be proven wrong on negative comments, man. It's all love. If Zach Levine came back and crushed it, great. Please prove me the fuck wrong. Same. Completely agree with you on that one. Benji's in the building says having Pat and Kobe as bright spots is not enough. In my opinion, you could throw IO in there as a bright spot, but I see him as a bench player. Still got to draft and develop more players. Facts. And that is what still one of the most important things in this next wave for the Chicago Bulls. They have to draft well. They have to draft well. Can we just give Zach away for free and just be done with his contract? No, unfortunately not. That's not the way it works. Uh, what is the likelihood that we keep Levine? All, all but zero. The only way that I say that we keep Levine is if the trade market is so bad for Levine, the Bulls just can't realistically trade him and get anything back of value, which there's always going to be a team willing to bite. The only other way that I think Zach Levine stays here is if he slips, falls, and shatters his ankle, and he's out for the rest of the season. At that point, the Bulls aren't going to be able to trade him. So Scott LaRock says, we were so bad, we put beer goggles on the national media and made them think the Pistons may be may be trouble this year. That's crazy. That's crazy. But facts. Have you noticed what we tend to be streak breakers, both win streaks and losing streaks? Yeah. That's, and it's been that way for a while for the Chicago Bulls, unfortunately. So, you know, you got to play play your role in that case as well. So, but guys, thank you so much. for Oh, we got a super chat. Super chat. Uh, super chat, bro. Where did you get that hoodie? This hoodie came from Fanatics, I believe. Yeah, Fanatics. Yeah, that's it. That's where most of my stuff comes from. I put the I put the link in the description before, but I'm about to end the stream now, so I'm not I'm not even gonna get it. But 
it's it's out there. It's it's an easy hoodie to get. The hat that matches is both metallic. You got to get it. You got to match it, man. But yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, man. We got to talk about a dub. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button if you're not subscribed to the channel. Like I always say, double check to make sure you're subscribed. A lot of people think they're subscribed because I post so much. I'm always in their algorithm. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. We got a goal of 20,000 subscribers by the end of the season. Uh, we got <laughs> a little over 3.7 million to go to get there. But hey, I mean, 3.7 price, 3.7 to get there. Let's hope that we can. you guys hit that subscribe. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. About to go do Locked On. See Red. Go Bulls. Love you guys, y'all. Peace. And since we won, I've been forgetting to do this. You know what it is. We got to play the winning outro. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Breaks Radio. Breaks Radio.